tuning in to the Open Door Ministry Breadcrumbs Podcast with me, your host, Barbara Smith. We are here to share our blog articles with you in an audio format. We know that people are very busy and constantly on the go, but we all still need daily inspiration in our lives. It is our goal to share a few thought-provoking morsels that will challenge you to stay actively engaged in the Word of God. His Word is the bread of life. Burned Biscuits No One is an Island Unto Themselves by Barbara Smith We have all seen survival TV shows and movies surrounding stories about people who are stranded on a beautiful, picturesque, yet abandoned island. They go through the whole episode or series trying to prove and show how they can or cannot survive alone and why. Depending on the conditions, of course, they could survive. However, would they merely be existing or living? The human condition depends on other humans for mental affirmation, spiritual encouragement, physical touch, and emotional strength. Since the beginning of creation, Adam could have survived in the Garden of Eden, but God wanted him to truly enjoy life. Genesis 2 tells us, And Adam gave names to all cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helpmeet for him. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. There are those who go through life not knowing what is wrong with them, why they are always down, depressed, or lethargic, why does life seem like a constant rat race, There is a clinical term that these are often diagnosed and labeled with called survival mode. In survival mode, you do not have time for goals in your life further than getting through the day. Though these individuals may be determined to achieve the tasks at hand, they are just trying to keep up with what is happening in the immediate. For instance, a woman who is working full-time in a managerial position married with three small children, two of which are in diapers, and she is on the PTA for the third child and is the ladies' auxiliary leader at their local XYZ community church, is a prime candidate to fall into this hamster wheel of just trying to survive. It takes everything within her or anyone in a similar overwhelming situation to just make it through the week, much less thinking about anything beyond that. It is taxing to their physical mental, emotional, and spiritual beings. In this light, the island does not look so good now, nor does trying to survive it on one's own look appealing. The proverbial woman of the story must get out of this mode if she is to live rather than just exist. This is often easier said than done. However, the resources to do so often are right under our noses, but because we are drowning, we do not see the life vest that has been thrown our way. Let's look briefly at the woman in the example that I posed. She is a manager at her job. 
This means she probably has those under her supervision whom she could solicit help from for various tasks. One that tries to do everything themselves often end up getting nothing accomplished because they are overwhelmed. She also has a husband who is most probably the father or at least guardian of their three children. Allow him to be a participating parent. She would find that he is more than capable and willing if given the chance. Don't think that if something is not done your way that it is wrong. There are many ways to skin a cat, they say. She will have to make some compromises in her life as well. She could choose between the PTA position or the ladies auxiliary if her plate is too full. This will make one of those positions available for another candidate to be used. And so on and so forth. So many changes could be made to incorporate others into her life to facilitate her managing and getting off the roller coaster she is on. This is just one of a million examples. You could probably plug in your own story at some point in your lives as well, or from someone you know right now who is going through this exhaustive process called existing or survival mode instead of living life. There is a sweet story that has made its rounds but is still worth sharing. The author is unknown. It is called Burned Biscuits. It goes like this. When I was a kid, my mom liked to make breakfast food for dinner every now and then. And I remember one night in particular when she had made breakfast after a long, hard day at work. On that evening so long ago, my mom placed a plate of egg, sausage, and extremely burned biscuits in front of my dad. I remember waiting to see if anyone noticed. Yet all my dad did was reach for his biscuit, smile at my mom, and ask me how my day was at school. I don't remember what I told him that night, but I do remember watching him smear butter and jelly on that ugly burnt biscuit. He ate every bite of that thing, never made a face, nor uttered a word about it. When I got up from the table that evening, I remembered hearing my mom apologize to my dad for burning the biscuits, and I'll never forget what he said. Honey, I love burned biscuits every now and then. Later that night, I went to kiss Daddy goodnight, and I asked him if he really liked burned biscuits. He wrapped his arms around and said, Your mama put in a hard day at work today, and she's really tired. And besides, a little burned biscuit never hurt anyone. As I've grown older, I've thought about that many times. Life is full of imperfect things and imperfect people. I'm not the best at anything, and I forget birthdays and anniversaries just like everyone else. But what I've learned over the years is that learning to accept each other's faults and choosing to celebrate each other's differences is one of the most important keys to creating a healthy, growing, and lasting relationship. And that is my prayer for you today, that you will learn to take the good, the bad, and the ugly part of your life and lay them at the feet of God. Because in the end, he's the only one who will be able to give you a relationship where a burned biscuit isn't a deal breaker. We could extend this to any relationship. In fact, understanding is the basis of any relationship, be it a husband-wife or parent-child or friendship. Don't put the key to your happiness in someone else's pocket. Keep it in your own. So please pass me a biscuit, and yes, the burn one will do just fine. 
and please pass this story along to someone who has enriched your life. Be kinder than necessary because everyone you meet is fighting some kind of battle. Life without God is like an unsharpened pencil. It has no point. The end. That was a wonderful story and is a burned biscuit or you can insert whatever your situation is that bad every now and then. It is not life-changing but our reaction to it could be for our relationships with our wives or husbands, children, family members, friends and acquaintances. Why are we apt to accept other people's burned biscuits and not our own families? We need each other. Kindness, love and respect must start in our own homes and then extend out to others. Jesus stated in John 13 verse 35, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. And Romans 12 verse 10 states, Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. The two one another kind of love is a kind of love that is hands-on. It is not just lip service, but showing someone by your actions and reactions how much you love them. For example, eating the burned biscuits. We also need one another in life because everyone has different abilities and talents to offer. Not everyone is going to be a butcher, baker, or candlestick maker, fireman, policeman, or Indian chief as the child's rhyme goes. If they were, who would be the farmer, delivery man, or the mail carrier, etc.? The controversy of equality is ongoing, but it is not as complicated as people make it out to be. Everyone, though created equal, are not created the same. Men do not have the capacity to bear children, but they can change diapers. However, women do not have the physical strength that men have but they can ride a lawnmower. Men and women think differently. It is a scientifically proven fact. I, for one, though I may be stoned here at this point, am fine with this. Each of us should push ourselves to be the best we can be, extend ourselves and add to our talents. However, accept what we cannot change. As the serenity prayer tells us, it goes like this. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as the pathway to peace, taking as he did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever and ever in the next. Amen. We all have things we can bring to the table to make others' lives more pleasant, thus making our own lives more fulfilled. Romans 14.7 tells us, For none of us lives to himself and no man dies to himself. This chapter is speaking in essence of how everyone will do things a little differently, make different choices, but all as unto each other and as unto the Lord. No one is to judge others because of their choices that they make. 
God alone is the judge. However, every decision we do make not only affects us, but all those around us and can be far-reaching for the good or the bad. How much different the burnt biscuit story could have been if the father-slash-husband would have pitched a fit about the bad dinner and what an awful cook the mother was and what a sorry wife she was. But for that very simple reason, bad responses to situations, so many homes are torn apart and children do not learn how to be in a loving relationship because of the horrifying things they see their parents do and say daily. The book of James talks extensively about the tongue and how that we should learn to bridle or control it. With it being such a small member of the body, it can cause great damage. It also states that bitter and sweet water cannot come from the same well. If you are constantly reacting poorly in adverse situations, how can you then turn around and tell your loved ones that you care about them? You have already proven yourself a liar by your own previous actions. You have also cut yourself off from the daily help that you need because of being so hateful and hurtful. We must not go through life just putting out fires, rushing here and there, trying to chase after the tasks of the day, just existing in survival mode. Stop a moment. Reset. Take a breath and make plans to seek help. Do something relaxing and fun with the loved ones that you have around you and take time for yourself to regenerate. Make changes where needed. It is difficult, but you will not regret the decisions made for the good of yourself and those you love, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Show the one to another love generously. No matter what part of the globe you find yourself on, if you are on an island, in the city, in the country, remember, don't isolate yourself. Let others accompany you on your journey. Be a blessing to someone by letting them give you a helping hand. You may have to eat a burned biscuit occasionally, but it is well worth it. We all need each other. For no one is an island unto themselves. Thanks for joining us today. We trust you have been nourished and blessed. Always remember the Lord is faithful and His mercies are new every morning. Until next time, God bless. <laughs>